come on and sit down and watch this with me. You know you want to watch it. And I want you to watch it too. Come on. So, did everyone miss Comic-Con this year? I, want you to watch. I did, I missed yeah. it. Yep. Come on, I've never been. And I don't know why. Craig's been a bunch. I, I have. <laughs> it's true. You used to volunteer, right? <laughs> yeah, I did. It was pretty awesome. Um, I had, like, the cushy job of, like, hanging out with a celebrity all weekend. Oh, rats. Which is really nice. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Oh, that, you told us about how uh, Rowdy Roddy Piper was, like, a pretty cool guy, but his agent was a jerk. Oh, so it was, yeah, it will, uh... So Roddy Roddy Piper, he died a while ago, but his, uh-huh. his agent is also currently Ralph Macchio's like, oh, that's right. appearance, yeah. like his like touring agent for like uh, appearances. Uh-huh. Uh, and yeah, Ralph Macchio was really awesome. His yeah, that guy not so great, but huh. you know, it was a fun time. Like overall, like um, I, I don't think I've ever had like a bad time. Uh, before that was Amy Acker. She's like in The Gifted. She was Oh yeah. Um what's her name? Fred in Angel, if you ever watched that show, mm-hmm. the Buffy spinoff. Mm-hmm. Um she was really, really nice. Like just as like as nice as you like ever would imagine her to be based mm-hmm. off of like every television appearance that she's had. She's just like that nice in person. Good. Which is really nice, yeah. That's always good to hear. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, so Comic Con. I'm really sad that I missed it this year. It's my first year not being able to make it. Uh-huh. But I don't know. Maybe next year I'll go all out. I still haven't cosplayed for a Comic Con yet. Yeah. I, when I was working, I had to work all three days. So. Oh, yeah. It'd be I still hard to done, pull off. Yeah. I haven't done a cosplay yet. So I'll have to work that out maybe for next year. Huh. We yeah. should do like a group costume next year. Yeah. That would be fun. That'd be fun to do. Uh, yeah, and I I really should go. <laughs> it's I know yeah. it's been like one of those things like everyone asks me every year, like, are you going to go to Comic Con? Like, and eh, I, I didn't get tickets, but I want to go sometime. Yeah, I don't know why. <laughs> I don't know why I didn't. It's just it's always just like nestled in the middle of summer where it's like, oh fuck that too. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think it's like uh, I think it runs the same weekend as Father's Day, and oh, okay. then it's also the same weekend as Pride Weekend here. Right. Uh, and then one year it was also the same year as the Westward Music Showcase and the Taste of Colorado. Oh, did that happen all? That was last year where they did everything on one weekend and it was a total mess. Oh God! Yeah, yeah no. <laughs> <laughs> no wait, there's no way. Yeah. Because how could they do Pride and? They did. I remember there was like Pride, Taste, and Western Music Showcase and Comic Con all going down at once, oh, and it was God. like Denver just shut down. Yeah, <laughs> just... I might be mistaken, but I'm pretty sure that's what happened, and it was like this huge thing. I could, I, I like, God bless the soul. Like that's all I got to say about that. <laughs> trying to navigate downtown oh, at any point during that. No, be... even without that. <laughs> yeah, even with just like one of those things going on, I don't need to go downtown. God Thanks no. very much. Right. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Are we ready, guys? Yeah. Yeah. Hey, everyone. Welcome to. Um, it's a special episode. I feel like I say that all the time of, I want you to watch this, but it is because, uh, well, I'm your host, Dennis. Um, and I'm joined by my, my two co-hosts, Craig, uh, who is, uh, following Commander Refrigerator and abiding by selling stocks at a high pie rate. Craig, how are you? I'm dreamy, man. All I'm right. Super dreamy. Yeah. And, and Cullen, who's super serious and diving deep into dun, 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 deeper layers bum, of dreams bum, bum, and further deep. Cullen, how are you? 
I'm very serious, Dennis. <laughs> I'm going to end up in limbo. <laughs> <laughs> I took you guys down here, and then we had no idea. Ball is coming. <laughs> I can't keep her out of my subconscious. We watched Inception and Paprika. Um, yeah. Um, two movies about dreaming. Uh, two very different movies two, about dreaming. Two very, very, very different, different movies about dreaming. Um, yeah. Paprika came out in 2007. It is a Japanese anime movie. Um, do you know the uh, studio or? Uh, I want to say it's Satoshi. It, the director is Satoshi Kon. Thank you. Okay. Um, yes, Satoshi Kon. Um, and then we did Inception, uh, which is a pretty famous movie. 2010. Uh, 2010, Christopher Nolan. Nolan. Um, yep, I'm sure you've heard of it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, but yeah, uh, and they're, they're about, they're about dreams. Um, the, uh, we'll just kind of go over the, it's, they're complicated movies, so I don't want to really go into like, really break it down like we do sometimes. But I will talk about uh, kind of the basic gist of it. Uh, Inception is about um, a guy played by Leonardo DiCaprio. Uh, his name is Cobb. And he uh, steals thoughts from people. Um, and uh, he's hired by someone or something to he's install... A, by a corporation. Right. He's uh, to install a, uh, a thought into a, a rival corporation. corporation. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, and... Uh, in order to do that they pull off this whole ridiculous thing where they go i mean it's all ridiculous well he has to go like layers (laughs) into this guy's subconscious to plant an idea in his subconscious yeah and it's we'll get into it but um it's basically about like this troop of guys who are infiltrating layers of dreams in order to more or less pull off a heist but instead of stealing something they're planting something right um, and then uh, Paprika, which is about a uh, corporation, a Japanese corporation, um, that uh, has invented this uh, the DC Mini, which is a thing that allows people to share dreams. And um, the perfected state would be to uh, infiltrate the subconscious and in dreams into people when they're not even dreaming and when they're still awake, even. Um, and uh, kind of the result of this product being developed, and uh, that uh, like there's there's members of uh, um, like of the corporation, the the uh, main character, what was her name? Uh, uh, Chiba or uh, uh, Chiba, Doctor well, Chiba. Yeah, her last name was Chiba. Her first name is Atsuko. Atsuko. Yeah, yeah. And uh, her uh, coworker, uh, the who invented chief. it. No, not chief. <laughs> oh no, no. chief. But um, the Shito. Uh, uh, no, Tokita. Toki- Tokita. Tokita. Yeah, yeah Doctor Tokita, who is this genius who invented the DC Mini, and uh, um, like it's about um. The leader of that corporation is well, gosh. Well, so well, it's, it's really about like these doctors have invented this machine that allows them to enter people's dreams and interact with them for the sake of like psychoanalysis and treating people better psychiatrically. But like it's a technology that can be abused, and we see how it gets abused by the chairman of the corporation or the company that invented it. Yeah, and yeah. the heavy in this mo- in this movie, as opposed to installing a thought into a rival corporation or dissolve it, it's uh, the chief of this corporation is pretty much trying to live forever. Yeah, and, like within the dream realm, and he's right. trying to merge the dream realm with reality so that he can have like ultimate power. Yeah. Um, both movies have a lot of explaining to do. <laughs> both of them do, and and I learned something about myself rewatching these movies. Mm. Is that I kind of hate Inception. 
I've gathered oh. that years ago from you, Colin. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You're just relearning this? <laughs> like, well, I, I watched it, like, years ago, and to be fair, I was probably a little drunk when I watched it the first time. But I watched it this time completely sober, and I was like, this fucking movie. Like, there's a lot about it that I like. But to me, Inception is peak Christopher Nolan being like, look how clever I am. I'm going to make this so complicated. Like It's like, yeah, I get it. But just because it's com- convoluted doesn't mean it's good and doesn't mean that you're that clever. It just well, means that you made a convoluted story. Yeah. Oh, and that's kind of the thing, too, of saying, um, you know, like a true genius can explain, a, you know, a, the most complicated concept to like a fifth grader, you know? And I feel like, Christopher Nolan doesn't necessarily have that because he feels like he has to like hammer you over the head with it where it's like instead of like actually just like presenting it like in a way that's like relatable he presents it in a way where he's like this is a high concept that I have in my head and I'm just going to hammer you in the face with it repeatedly and like tell you I'm going to make it where this movie is all exposition yeah (laughs) well to be fair that's Jonathan Nolan his brother who writes his movies who hammers you over the head and the greatest example of this is Westworld which just drives it into the ground um yeah that's my biggest gripe with christopher nolan and jonathan nolan is that they just do really like love how like clever they're being in their filmmaking however i love inception and i and re-watching it this time made me really realize how much i love it but like in spite of all of its flaws and everything i think it's great i think uh, i think christopher nolan gets a hard time for sure it definitely gets a hard time for me um I just really enjoy it. It's in. It's imaginative. It's it's fun. It's you know. It's dreams within dreams, and it's, it's a high two and movie. a half hours long. And it's, it's got a great cast that mesh well. A great cast and that has it's nothing got, to do besides deliver a heap of <clears throat> exposition. Um, and it uh, you know, it's like they they really work well together, and the story is. I don't know. It's it's it, it uh is the hardest part for me because it just kind of like a lot of. Like Christopher Nolan, he has a great idea and then has a hard time explaining it. Um, but he thinks he's doing a great job doing that. And yeah. uh, it really falls apart when they get into the whole concept of like limbo and like w- what Maul is. <laughs> and yeah, and well, like, well, like when they get into just, when they get yeah. into uh, like the, the main target played by Cillian Murphy, a.k.a. June Diane Raphael. Um <laughs> When when they when when he goes into limbo and like he's captured by Maul and then and then uh, Cobb has to go deeper to fa- to save Sato like or Kato what's what was Sato. It? Sato Sato um, that all part I don't, it doesn't make any sense to me I don't it's like yeah because they're already the kick has already happened which is already bringing everyone out and the but they whole, have more time down there they have more time down there that makes sense yeah but the part that I balk at is like the kick to begin with because once the first kick happens shouldn't Joseph Gordon-Levitt being be pulled out of the first layer of the dream no because that happens last so this is the thing that I, I also had like issue with is so this process of taking people under is done using drugs correct yes and um kind of there's like a machine that allows people to share dreams but then there's like another element which is a uh, uh, the uh, the the, the sedation. The sedation, which is which like is a drug. done by the Indian doctor who's introduced and all it is is like, I'm a guy who's here and I'm gonna sedu I'm gonna sedate you, and that's all we get about who that character is, or what that character wants, or what the purpose of that character is. But but my thing is so 
how are they going further under using that same machine and drug when they're already in the dream? Because if you're in a dream and you go to sleep within the dream, you're going within a dream within a dream. And each dream that you go into, like, time goes slower. So but it's... I know, but then, it's like, what's the point of having the drugs be there? Like, if you can just fall asleep and go deeper into the dream... But it's like, do they have to, like, psych themselves out into believing that they're being drugged? Because they're not actually being drugged. Yeah, because they're not actually being drugged. But if, like, you believe within the first layer of dreaming that you're being (laughs) drugged. See how fucking obnoxious this movie is? (laughs) No, I love it. Because, like, that stuff exists in the real world, right? And so it's easy for them to manufacture it into the dream world. And since this whole thing, the whole concept of Inception is to fool someone with with just the basic element of how confusing a dream is, you know? Like I love I love how Nolan plays with that that it's like like it's like it's really confusing that you don't know how a dream begins or how a dream ends and like they're playing with that where it's like oh yeah no we're just going to go deeper man don't wor- don't really think about it too much you know and and don't really think about it too much might as well be the motto of this film after having watched Paprika especially which I thought does the same ideas and executes them so much better yeah well they just make it it's a pretty clear cut way that they're doing it and they don't and it's like there's there's just the one layer. It's not trying to like go into like these like they do have a dream la- within a dream in Paprika. Though. Yeah, but it's just like that's just like something that actually happens. Like where it's not like them being. It's not them like pursuing an objective, saying we have to go deeper. We have to go within dreams, within dreams, within dreams. Yeah, it's just like waking up in a dream only to find out that you're still in the dream. And that I feel like both of these do that really well in terms of conveying that, mm. uh, in terms of like how that's portrayed, because both of these movies actually like start in a dream, which I think is like really interesting. And yeah. I love yeah. that. Uh, it's funny because I was like watching it and I hadn't seen Inception in a really long time. And I like started the movie and I was like, wow, this movie just really feels like you're just like starting two hours into something. And then it's like later on when... Um, um, Leo and oh, like hours later. Uh, yeah. well, look, when and Leo Ellen and Ellen Page are like sitting in the cafe, and he's like, you know, you never know, remember when a dream starts. And I was like, oh, that's actually like really cool that they yeah. did that because yeah, I, I like literally that. felt that when it first started. So I feel like cinematically, like and thematically, it does a good job of giving you like putting you in a dream like state. Oh yeah. But then again, it just like it just try. It, I think it just keeps going to the point where it kind of like ruins itself on that because yeah. it, it keeps like just like a dream like where you right. can't try to explain it too much like yeah. otherwise it just kind of like starts to fall apart that's what's so great about it, that's what like, i love this movie inception. does yeah. that itself because because <laughs> like, explains itself because so cop isn't a dream from beginning to end that's like yes relevant and, from the from the very end that's why it's so like this movie that's why inception's so frustrating because like you almost have to watch it two or three times in order to be like oh i get what they're saying and no, then like I and to pick up what they're saying i know but like i'm so goddamn smart. i'm not saying that you're dumb or anything and i'm not saying that christopher nolan's super smart what i'm saying is that it's frustratingly nuanced in in the fact that like when he approaches michael kane at the at the um university right and he's like give me your finest student and michael kane is like fuck you i'm not gonna do that you're insane you're a criminal what take you down take like take my finest student down your like craziest path or whatever and then like he keep cop keeps talking right and then Michael Caine realizes that dude's still dreaming. So it's like, whatever the fuck happens, it doesn't matter because dude's still in a dream. Okay. Do you see? Because because yeah. he's just a construct of Cobb's subconscious. And so when, when that construct realizes that Cobb is just still dreaming, he's like, fine. 
have my finest suit it that's cool and i didn't realize that until watching it now i was like oh this entire movie is that uh, is Cobb's dream that he's just obsessed with fucking solving these crimes and everything and being right in the whole well, conflict he's obsessed with, with getting his kids back yeah He's obsessed with getting his kids back, and he's also obsessed with being right in the whole thing versus Maul. That he, that if he killed himself, he would have died. So here's Whereas my, Maul was correct. Here's my question for you. Is at the end, is he in a dream, or is he still in limbo? Has he been in limbo the whole time? He's been in limbo the whole time. Hmm. Yeah. And, like, and, and like when Michael Caine doesn't give up, like, when he's, like, like, flips like that and gives up Ellen Page, like, his finest student who's, like, a super genius, it's, like, I was, like, oh, that makes sense because Cobb wants to fucking go through with this whole thing because it's his reality. And he needs another architect to design exactly. the dream so that he can't so that maul can't find him within his own subconscious right and even though they keep saying they're in other people's dreams there's the whole time they're actually in that's Leonardo why the movie is so dream, fucking frustrating which, and which, has all these loose ends I that get, don't tie up or anything which, which i get that they're in his dream the whole time it's just that all those loose ends are made to be so important throughout the whole thing and they're ultimately meaningless and at the end i'm just kind of like oh fuck you then just, well, just like just a dream nihilism. that's like the, yeah. like the nolans love their nihilism oh yeah yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's definitely yeah i could 100 see that because time and time again that's like like them the coens really do like yeah. to do that a lot too like, it's just like memento memento yeah. is just as frustratingly nihilistic as inception Yes, yeah. but Memento doesn't make me as angry. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's a better movie. It is a better movie. Yeah. I just find Inception fun. Like, like Paprika is a way better movie than Inception. Like, hands down. Like, I, I think Paprika is a, is a goddamn amazing movie. And that, like, there's actually a moment in Paprika where, like, they talk about the idea of Inception where you can totally tell that Christopher Nolan watched Paprika and was like... You can like, absolutely well, tell that Christopher idea. Nolan watched Paprika. This, like, very Paprika. much feels like the prequel to that to the inset, the world of Inception. Right. Like, in, and in, the in, fact, like, this, like, machine has just been created that is able to, like, transfer, like, let people share dreams. Yeah, right. insofar as that they explain <laughs> the machine. Yeah. That they say, like, we invented this machine that allows you to go into people's dreams and they like kind of explain how it works whereas in inception it's like yeah you can go into other people's dreams don't think about it like it's <laughs> yeah but like paprika has the gall to not explain paprika like well, she's no, what no, the split personality do. of yeah, the no, doctor is, Chiba, but like she is the, like the like dream personification of the other doctor well, right like, but like isn't that a terrifying element like you wouldn't want to have your psychotherapist to have a split personality no, that's but, what world famous well no it's like that's like the whole point is that because like she's like completely created this like separate thing of herself just like every like therapist has to like as a therapist like separate themselves right. from their own personal yeah. experiences with like in order to like administer treatment to their patients that's what paprika is to uh uh chiba dr chiba hey, i understand so, that but and, I, I don't know they just don't explain it they just infer it throughout well no the movie. but then no because then at the end of the movie when the they're whole both world together. together yeah exactly like yeah that's them like finally like converging on each right. other and then that is like what creates her ability to actually not only like mend her own like personality like and like and like mend her own like experiences but also like mend the world of reality with the dream world so that's why from the beginning she's like these two separate entities but then she has to come together to in order to like heal the entire right. like world that's being ripped apart by the uh ceo and she's also like as paprika she's operating outside of the rules like she's not supposed to be doing these types of therapy so paprika is like a um 
a construct that she's using in order to like protect her medical license in order to like protect herself it's like it's not doctor um whoever who's doing this it's paprika like the dream superhero who's going around and helping people yeah it's an alter ego so yeah no i got that it's just i just felt like it took a bit in order to get that you know yeah, what I'm saying? Uh, I can grant you that. And that was like, it was like, eh, I could have used it a little bit more. Like, and like, also like it, like when, when I've noticed that a lot in foreign films, especially Asian cinema, where like, they'll just have an element like that where it's like, why isn't that freaking everyone out? Like, like her subconscious is like a superstar. Everyone knows who Paprika is, you know? And like, but like only yeah, within but the, dreams. But that's, yeah, that's because right. yeah, they can't know who she is as the doctor because right. this is technically not yeah. legal. No, I know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I do like how it you like they use paprika in order to um like this movie is really well done where there's actually like two movies in this, you know, like the the FBI or whatever, the, the police, the cops whole story and like coming to resolve his own psycho issues and everything, like and then as well as like, you know, the main story with the DC mini and like, you know, the, and like the per- who's stolen it and who's abusing it. And right. Who's doing yeah. All that. And then it turns out it's the chairman who's only been trying to shut the whole thing down. Right. The whole time. And it's, it's just beautifully constructed that they're intertwined. The two stories are intertwined, but they're also separate entities on themselves. And they intertwine at the same time that like the real world is like merging with the dream world as a whole. Right. Yeah. So like the whole movie moves towards this one like trippy ending that then like gets ripped away back to the real world at the end it's it's so cool well yeah, yeah. and see like there's like this whole thing of like uh, uh so like speaking of like that convergence there's like a really great scene where they're talking about that while they're driving in the car and then the windshield wiper is going back and forth and as they're talking about like the world's converging they have like the rain dripping down and it like oh yeah converts into that was great stream. yeah it was beautiful um, and so it's like i love like the yeah, moments like that where there's like this like really like clear like visual aspect that's being used as a narrate as a narrative tool along with the the actual dialogue in the movie um and then also there's this like thing of like possession that's goes on throughout the movie where um what's his name he's kind of like the the research assistant osani um, uh yeah osani um who like is obsessed with paprika but then he's like also like obsessed well, with like Dr. Well, he's obsessed with Paprika because he's in love with Dr. Shiva. Yeah. Uh, and so um, he's like, uh, there's like a moment where he's like, you know, talking about essentially like owning her and like taking over her. And then in the next and scene. And at the same time, he's the possession of the chairman. Yeah. And then like at the end of it all, like when they come to, when uh, Paprika and uh, Dr. Chiba come together uh, and they like consume like the doctor or like the CEO who's already consumed um, Osanai and then like they like take him in and like become like all powerful over like the world of dreams it was just like all of these like moments of just like this this chain of like possession leading to finally like her having like the power and the agency right, yeah. in and of herself like to completely solve the situation it's like oh, i love it yeah no, <laughs> and like the cop is like getting his own agency to like resolve his own situation the whole time too it's, yeah. it's a, such cool parallel stories that like come together in a really satisfying way yeah and as well as like a really good story of just like dealing with your past you know in a healthy manner you know as opposed to burying burying you know these memories and everything you know where he was like i don't like movies I yeah movies exactly and everything and and that was like the core being of who he was and like um 
don't know. I think that's a really important. And, and with well, like how vehemently he's rejecting movies, like in yeah. that dream, and he's right. talking to Paprika, he's like, "No, I hate movies. I don't yeah. like movies." Like you're like, "Oh, look, he, that there's something up with him in movies." And then it takes another like hour before we really figure out what that is. Yeah. yeah. Well, and then too, like that whole thing of, um, you know, that being like his nightmare, but also like it was his dream that he actually like turned into his life by like creating this fictional character, then becoming that fictional character. And then repressing, like, why he originally, like, became who he was as a police officer. Yeah. And, and like, all we have of this in the very beginning of the film, and, like, the dream that opens the film is his dream. And the last line of it is, like, what about the rest of it? Which keeps echoing throughout the film. And, like, it's not yeah. until, like, we finally find out who his partner was. And his partner, like, was the one who said, like, we didn't finish the movie. What about the rest of it? Yeah. And then the partner is the one who forgives him, saying, like, yeah, but you actually got to go and, like, live the dream. You got to become, like, a cop in real life instead of just making a movie about it. Guys, I love Paprika. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was excellent. Um, I do have a question, though. Like, how would you feel about, like, the when uh, the cop kills Osunai and then, like... It, that creates like a vortex in reality like how'd you feel about that because that like yeah, transferred had, into the real world yeah. after that, it stopped merging there was like that big crater in the city but still. I, I took it as like the cop killed osanai within the dream right and osanai at that point has so much power over like the dream realm uh-huh. that that's part of what's causing like all of these dreams to collapse yeah 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 so yeah because like yeah those two like osanai and the ceo are yeah the, or the chairman i think he is um yeah are like the ones who are running everything right now and so like when he dies i could see that like that's what triggers like the snap between the real world and the fake world because they're they're like in bed together aren't they in that scene right yeah yeah like which is just like a whole oh my god i'm just like <laughs> well did you did you notice that like the, it was really subtle but like um dr Ted Takaito's assistant. God, I am sorry for any Japanese, any Japanese listeners. We are just we are apologizing just... to all Ta-taiko. of our listeners like, um, all these weeks. <laughs> but the the inventor of the DC Mini and his assistant, Han Minura, or the, the oh the, yeah, the, the guy who they think is at, is causing all the trouble right, in yeah. the beginning. Yeah, he was in love with Doctor Takaita. Yes, because and it was really subtle, but they showed like a it was like a um like gay porn yeah magazine in his apartment, in his apartment. He has like some yeah. gay porn and stuff and they like he was obsessed with him and like he took it as he was being jealous of him but it was that he was in love with him right yeah yeah really really well done it was just a really yeah. well done movie <laughs> and, and here's another thing about both of these movies they both look amazing yes they do oh, like yeah. the the animation in paprika is spectacular like i during the opening titles i was like wow this movie looks gorgeous yeah and inception has like some of the greatest production design some of the best visual effects like you'll see like in movies today i agree inception is an amazing looking movie. yeah yeah um that concept though uh i want to just say this before we take our first break um is that it kind of frustrates me like being you know like an american with like american cinema that i wish that we would embrace animation more like uh, absolutely like asian move uh, asian cinema does because of concepts like dreams and everything paprika is able to do way more because it's animated versus inception which is just you know and inception is able to do so much with dreams it's just it costs like 200 right million dollars <laughs> exactly to do like oh yeah it's crazy dream reality <laughs> where like space and time and everything are folding in on themselves and doesn't this look awesome but like we spent hundreds of millions of dollars to make it look this cool well and that's like for everything like for all that they dump into like the dceu like all of the animated movies are better than every live action movie like right. all the uh, if 
if we could yeah get something like that which actually i'm really excited because they are doing um like the next spider-man movie in the uh-huh. spider-verse it's mm-hmm. not like the Oh, I saw a trailer for MCU, that. It looks, yeah. uh, but it's like there. It's going to be like a major release. But it's like, like a Miles theaters. Morales one, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. cool. Um, it's yeah. So it's like it's going to be like essentially like exploring. I think like Spider Gwen is in it, uh, Ooh, and then like Spider-Gwen. Peter Parker's in it too. Spider-Gwen. So it's like essentially like because the Spider Man world is like crazy, like in d- different dimensions and stuff like that. Right. So I'm really excited to like actually have them go into something like that, and then actually like embracing it like in an animated style. Ah, cool yeah i'm excited for that that's good to hear that's good to hear that there's an animated web release um all right well we're gonna take a quick little break uh because i got a pee so freaking bad um and then we'll be back do you or are you just dreaming that you're dreaming dreaming that you need to be oh my god it's raining Ah! all right we'll be right back Back. Hi. Hi guys. Back, back to in, life. Back, back to reality. We are awake. <laughs> it's not limbo. Or is it? Or, or are we still are we within Craig's dream? Are yeah. we in Craig's dream? Well that's a thing too that's actually like both of these movies are kind of like whose dream are we in? Yeah, and that's right. the thing I really enjoy in both of them is the idea that like you can share dream. It's hard to tell like whose dream you're in. Like I think in Paprika it's handled a little better but i mean again that's my personal bias <laughs> well it, it well that's ma- your bias of this of paprika being a much better movie <laughs> well it is a much better movie i mean it's a, it's a way better movie <laughs> um yeah i mean it, it understands itself i think i think uh, inception couldn't explain itself if it had a gun to its head you know um but uh yeah i, I really like uh how um like inception in in inception uh, the concept of the of the constructs like turning on people when it's like when they realize that someone else is in their dream like that was pretty cool where it was yeah like, I, I like the idea of like projections like the, within like, the dream they're trying to protect like the psyche of the dreamer yeah i i think that's a cool concept that kind of gets wasted on turning it into an action movie yeah well, I mean, because I, I like how it's like uh, the guy was like trained to use his like subconscious to defend from like in you know infiltration, you know, like the yeah, the dream yeah. thing. I would I think that could have been again used. Yeah, again, beyond the extent of it just being like guys with guns, because it's right. like if you're in your own dream and you have control over the entire oh, world, yeah. like you know, like literally, like we know joseph gordon led what was talking about uh what's his name arthur in this movie yeah, yeah arthur um like has this moment where he's like talking about like you know paradoxes and like uh being able to create like you create know a, like a stairway that folds in on itself and, yeah like, yeah so right. i would think like playing with something like that more would be like a really a better way of like having that like your con- subconscious be working against it as opposed to just having it be like guys with guns right just, like, shooting I, I agree <laughs> like I, I wish there was more like matrix elements where they were like superheroes because they were creating reality you know like they should have been getting headshots left and right you know they shouldn't have been like you know missing flurries of bullets or whatever you know because I don't know because they know that they're in a dream and they should be able to fuck with reality and like I, I like a, a Tom Hardy's character in that regard like he, he really fucks with reality and he yeah. always like has exactly what he needs at any well, given time so does Joseph Gordon-Levitt yeah. right I was also convinced that they were fucking at one point like there was some something going on like with he's like the dream bigger darling and then like right. as they're like as they're about to go under the second time I think they had like a little yeah, moment yeah. and I was like I think they used to fuck <laughs> yeah and, and then and they don't anymore yeah yeah, yeah you yeah, know what I'm saying there should have been a thing in that in an earlier version of the script where they like dealt 
more with the characters and less <laughs> with the quagmire of exposition that is that movie. But um, I think Joseph Gordon-Levitt is really great in that movie, and I think like, he's good in everything. But I think like he has the bulk of having to deal with all of this exposition, and he does a really good job of doing it. Oh yeah, um, like just Gordon-Levitt. I also love Marion Cotillard, and I wish she was in more movies. I think she's incredibly beautiful and a really great actress. Uh-huh. Um, and I think she does a great job in this in Inception too. Oh yeah, as like this ultimate construct, she's scary. this ultimate thing within your psyche that's like fucking with you and it, it is really good yeah. yeah and i i love the the moment where they go down into like his basement level of dreams they go into um coal uh, or um uh, cob cobs um limbo right well, no, no where, no, where no, she no, like kills herself where, yeah yeah where and oh yeah they go into like his deepest psyche where they're actually confronting uh maul yeah yeah uh, and I just the the music at that moment, like I don't, it was just like really just like kicked in for me, like in that scene, um, and I just like no matter what any, anything else has, has to be said about this movie, the music is amazing. Oh yeah, the, the music in Inception. Yes, I, yeah. I think it is and it isn't. I think there's parts of the music in Inception that are great, but I think most of the music in Inception is what we were doing earlier. Just like, well, I think for the time it was actually really good. It's just like yeah. it's gotten way overused at this that, point. That's like, a good point. Because, because it, well, this like, movie when it first got... came out, it was like, holy shit. Like, I remember like seeing the trailer and like feeling that like in my right. chest of that like that rumble of seeing that in the theater. I was like, holy shit. And then like now it's in every single trailer. And now everyone trailer. has stolen yeah, it. Right. Like, every movie. Yeah. <laughs> this movie was ruined by the internet. Like yeah. in yeah. lots of ways. Because it was just picked apart and just fried, you know, left and right. Yeah. The South Park being a very famous yes. one that did it. Which, wait for my recommendations. <laughs> Um, <laughs> but uh, like I do like in in Inception where they use like the slowed down version of the like upper levels music kick. Like, yeah, in the next level, like is the background music. Yeah, you know? and I love the music kick. I love the whole kick sequence. Yeah, I, I like all of that stuff. Yeah, yeah. it's just like it's the movie as a whole annoys me. That's um, fair. But I I also love the music in Paprika, and it's it's very different music. Yeah, it 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 definitely feels more. Um... Just if that's like, I feel like the music in Inception is just kind of like it's like ethereal, but this kind of feels more like dreamlike in Paprika, like kind of like that, like weird kind of um, like that quirkiness, kind of like syncopated. Right. It's like it's very um, like half there and like half not almost, like mm-hmm. in like the in the tone of it. Uh, and I really, really like that a lot. And, and it's like very, um, there's a lot of like, like bells and like tinkles that go on in the right. music in Paprika that I like a lot. Well, I like how Paprika has her own theme song, you know, like yeah. it's a, like, yeah. like she has her own television series type yeah, of theme song. It, it, it's like she's a superhero. Yeah. And she has like this theme and everything. Right. It's- yeah, yeah like I mean, cool. she's she's dressed like Goku from Dragon Ball Z. Like she even has yeah, like a like, floating when, when Nimbus she's cloud. Like, yeah, yeah, stop! She's like, I'm gonna go full on. She's like riding on a cloud, and she's got like that staff, staff and everything. Yeah, and uh, um, I love that. You know, where it's like like that's her in her element. You know, and the music is conveying that. And then in versus like the creepiness of the march. You know, of like the 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 ever expanding collective dream that the commit you know whatever the chairman has created and like how it's absorbing all this stuff and it's like loud and obnoxious and just like bah, and collective voices yeah like, kind of like just like a cacophony right and yeah and you don't really know what the fuck is going on 
um yeah i really enjoyed that yeah. what, what was what was one of your favorite things that like the people that lose their mind are like talking about you know what i'm saying oh, yeah, oh that was amazing i know yeah. like and, one of my favorite was like the digital eggplant will get good reviews <laughs> yeah and, and what was really fun but also frustrating about that is like you're reading this oh yeah so <laughs> it's like they're just shouting all this nonsense dream gibberish and like you're trying to make sense of it at the same time you're reading it so you're like wait a minute wait, what, what what i have to rewind because i didn't catch that <laughs> right. like, oh, oh wait, it didn't no, make any it, sense it at all that, that was meaningless <laughs> Right. It's okay. Yeah, the first time it happens, you're like, wait, what? Because it does happen like pretty innocuously, oh, yeah. like, where it's just like all of a sudden, like they're just like talking nonsense, and it's just like, well, oh. it's the chief is the one that flips out first, where he's just like, when he yeah. hears paprika, yeah. he's like, paprika, like, and then he like, the refrigerator is gonna tell all the truths, like, <laughs> and that's like, into, what like, the fuck? One of the things I loved about this movie and like was like really like terrifying was the idea that you could implant a dream into somebody who's awake and like make them think oh, that yeah. they're dreaming, and like people are trying to like jump off of balconies and stuff, yeah, like that was awesome and terrifying oh yeah <laughs> yeah for sure when uh um uh dr chimo Chi, the main character yeah uh, when uh like they're doing an investigation and like and she's chasing after the guy who they think is after it and she, tries like, she to jumps jump over, over the railing, railing and she's then yeah. she like snaps out of it and like jumps over the balcony <laughs> oh my god uh, um but yeah another similarity that i noticed is that both of the main characters both atsuko uh, and Cobb can't dream. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, because they're like so much in everyone else's dreams that yeah. like they can't have their own. Yeah. Um, both movies kind of end with the question of whether or not you're actually still in the dream. I feel like it's a little clear at the end of Paprika, but there is a moment where it's like, it's mostly just like him being like, I can't believe we just went through all that. Like, is this actually real life now? <laughs> I don't think Inception leaves it like a question at all whether you're still in the dream like they kind of hit you over the head with that you're still in the dream right yeah well i mean it's like you know it wiggles a little bit yeah but, well like, it's, this is another thing that i find annoying about the end of that movie is like okay we're, he's out of the dream and he finally sees his children's faces which means he's out of the dream like oh no let's cut back to the top still spinning which means he's still in the dream oh but no then it just like wiggles a little bit at the end too right, so yeah. it's like yeah. it's like is he because oh, oh. they, they just like cut it before it like yeah it does anything else right um yeah that was i think that was all i had on that <laughs> oh both i mean there was kind of um a limbo in this movie and paprika too oh yeah yeah a um, little bit like because she like when she goes into um i think it was himura 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 yeah himura um <laughs> This is about a million times. <laughs> uh, when he goes in, uh, when she goes in, and then uh, she like goes deeper and deeper, and then uh, when she finds that like rip in like the parade, right yeah, then, yeah, and then she like it like falls it all the way down, and then like as she comes up, it's like Hamora's like completely like gutted out, con- like subconscious, right? It's like know? a shell, of yeah, who he it was, was shell yeah. of like we're with, like, yeah. That was really cool. Yeah, so I was like, I could definitely see uh, Inception taking some notes from Paprika. Oh, guaranteed. <laughs> well, I love about Inception how they talk about like how time works within levels of dreaming and how time works within dreaming. Yeah, it's like the same thing they say in like Waking Life, where like you'll have like what seems like a real a long invested dream that seems like it lasts for hours and you find out you were asleep for 10 minutes yeah and that's like a really cool thing is like that's true about dreams and I love the concept of like if you go deeper within dreams like that time shift gets deeper and deeper so like if you're stuck in limbo you can be stuck within the dream for years even though you're only asleep for minutes yeah 
Like, that's a cool concept. Yeah, and then your brain turns to mush. Yeah. Unless you're Saito, because... Unless you're Saito. He, like, lived for, like, 50 years down there. Yeah, but so did uh, Cobb yeah. with his wife. But then... Yeah, but then, like, the movie implies that he didn't actually get Sato out of Limbo because the whole thing right. is still Cobb yeah. within the dream yeah. within Limbo. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and that's why Saito was able to get out of it, because Cobb is Because it was still... just his dream. Because yeah, yeah. it's just Cobb's dream. Right. Um, I, did... I like it. I love it. It's so much fun to me. <laughs> Uh, I like how all the dreams that the machine comes in contact with, like there's a reason for all of the dreams to be combining on each other yeah. within Paprika is that like, yeah, the machine is responsible for it. Like all the dreams that the machine came in contact are merging and that's causing all of this to happen. Mm. Like, I love that there's like an explanation for it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, uh, Paprika definitely explains itself uh, much better, but um, still it has some explaining to do. I feel it still does. I mean, <laughs> it still is like not, the easiest movie to follow no. but i mean it shouldn't be because again it's about dreams and but dreams it's are... it's also a testament to like how much better of a movie it is that it's foreign movie that's translated that i'm reading into a written word yeah into a different language and you can make more sense of it than um well, inception and i think it goes back into what gets left out versus what is tried what is what they try to explain in each of these movies right like you know they're like while paprika does enough like to explain like the technology that creates this ability to do this between dreams it doesn't like try and go into super death of like explaining like the chronology and like the the time within dreams and and yeah there's like a moment where it's like when like like you said where it explains like okay like we can be between other people's dreams because this machine gathers all of these dreams right. together as opposed to saying like, well, now we're going into this person's head in this dream, but like this other person's head with inside of this other person's dream. And then we're still in those two people's dream, but now we're going to go into this person's dream for the next dream level. It's yeah. I feel like it, it inception could have done with a little less of like trying to explain things and like having some more go unsaid. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, but at the same time, I think there's things that Inception explains that are cool that Paprika doesn't explain. So, I mean, there's things on, on both sides that I like. It's just Paprika's a, a better movie. Um, uh, one thing I did love in Paprika, and it was like two minutes in, we're in the cop's dream, and he's like going through these different like stages dreams and one of them is like he's in a spy movie and it's just um from rush with love right he's in the train fight from from rush with love i was like yeah i'm on board with this movie right away <laughs> I, I love that that first opening dream where it's like like paprika's like trying to save him and like she's like tarzan like saving him like swinging through the vines well she's like, jane and he's tarzan but she's well, still the yeah one but you know what him. i'm saying yeah <laughs> um and and then like you know it goes into like the next dream you know and which is another movie which like tips her off that he's really into movies or at least used to be you know and i don't know well i also love that like it opens with he's at the circus and the like guy who we don't know who it is yet is like oh you look at that gentleman and then puts him in the cage and then all the people are rushing him who have his face and right. he yeah. like sinks into the ground and it, it's such cool like trippy dream imagery that like you come into cold in this movie like you start out just with like whoa <laughs> <laughs> um all right well um i'm starting to run out of uh, thoughts on these movies how about you guys 
Uh, let me just do the quick um, stats as always. We'll do Inception uh, first, which has an 8.8 .8 on IMDb, a 86% Rotten Tomatoes, and a 91% Audience Tomatoes. Uh, Paprika has a 7.7 .7 IMDb, an 83% Rotten Tomatoes, and an 87% Audience Tomatoes. I think Paprika should be way higher. I do too. Um, I think that less uh western audiences have seen paprika and that might oh yeah be definitely 100 um all right well anything else before we take our break and get into recommendations and what we're gonna do next week good i think we're good all, all right well uh we're gonna take a break and like i just said we'll be back with recommendations <laughs> of what we're gonna do next week <laughs> back hello hello are we really back or are we oh we already made Where is it? <laughs> damn it yes we are back <laughs> we are officially awake we're we're the, the top has stopped spinning unfortunately <laughs> we are awake in this reality <laughs> yeah i really wish i could just escape into dreams yeah that would be nice yeah. um but i wake up every goddamn morning <sighs> Yay. <laughs> Anyways, um, <laughs> on to uh, recommendations. Uh, the the Rick to the Rick to the Rickety Rick recommendations. Um, I'll kick us off. I do have one. Uh, I just recently uh, discovered a webcomic uh, that is really good that I'm really enjoying. Uh, it took me a bit to get into it, but it's called uh, Neighbors of Chaos. It started a few years ago. Heck, now it's like almost, almost a decade ago. Uh, I think it began. And um, it's uh, it's weird. It's crazy. It's um, definitely like it's translated from another language. So there's a lot of like lost in translation. I think it's French. And uh, um, it's just about like these like high schoolers in this like neighborhood. And then like some mysterious people come into their world and like they're kind of super powered and crazy shit happens. And it's pretty fun. It's a lot of fun, actually. Um, the art is great. Um, but yeah, I recommend it. Neighbors of Chaos. It's free online. Check it out. If you're going to recommend a webcomic, I'll recommend a webcomic as well. Um, if you've ever worked in the tech theater industry, uh, you should be reading Q2Q Comics. It's a webcomic. They post all of their um, new ones on Facebook, but you can also go to their website and read the entire backlog. Um, but it's just this webcomic about a group of like stagehands. There's a stage manager character. There's a sound designer character. There's a lighting designer character. And it's just all about them, like, putting on shows and just the woes and the hassles of tech theater people. Um, but in addition to that, I'm going to recommend uh, South Park Season 14, Episode 10, <laughs> called uh, Inception, which is uh, a movie about, like, Stan is a hoarder and he has to deal with it. And he goes through um, his therapy of, like, how to deal with a hoarder. But the therapy is just this guy taking one on, like, a total parody ripoff of inception <laughs> and it is it is hilarious of them just doing like all right doctor you do the background while i explain everything and the one guy starts going well the other guy's going like so you go to into the dream but the person who's the dreamer has to go into the dream within this dream and then you do the, and like he just goes on this whole thing of explaining like it's really complex and cool <laughs> and then, like i watched that episode as my palate cleanse between finishing inception and starting paprika and it really helped out so i'm gonna say watch this one episode of south park it's worth it well you guys are recommending web comics i'm gonna recommend a stand-up comic 
Ali Wong and her oh, she's so good. Oh, cool. hard knock wife right it is hilarious. Um, I've never laughed so hard at babies and vaginas. <laughs> it's pretty awesome. <laughs> good. I've been meaning to check that out. I'm glad to hear it's getting good reports. Um, all right. Well, that wraps up our re- re- recommendation. Recommendation. What are we doing next week, Colin? Uh, next week we're gonna change things up and do a, a much shorter movie to begin with, ah. um, but also something very different. We're gonna go back and watch um, Christopher Guest's uh, wonderful improvised movie, Waiting for Guffman. Uh-huh. Um, if you've ever been in academic theater or community theater, this is required viewing. It's it's an amazing, amazing movie about community theater in a small town and it's hilarious right on uh, that's a movie that slipped through my cracks for quite some time that's something that i've been meaning to see so i'm excited to finally get it right Done. on <laughs> anyways <laughs> uh let's wrap up this episode uh, you can find any of our episodes on soundcloud soundcloud.com is where we post all of our episodes uh i-w-y-t-w-t would be the the slash that you go to um, you can find us on Twitter and give us a recommendation that we can do uh, at IWYTWT, as well as each and every one of us. If you want to tweet at us individually, I am at the D Bucks. I am at Catharticus. I am at Colin Munch. And hey, we also have a Facebook group, um, facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash IWYTWT. And hey, wherever you're uh, listening to this podcast, uh, rate and review us. That helps us um, fantastically. Oh, we just got a new rating too, didn't yeah, we? Yeah, we did. Just a new um, review. Shit. One moment. So yeah, we actually got a, a new review from a listener. Uh, Nick and Vince wrote us a review. Uh, this is a great pro- This is a great podcast that provides convincing perspective to make you. Uh, sorry, I'm reading this from way too far away. <laughs> <laughs> convincing perspective to make you uh, watch this important, amazing films uh, with charm and wit and a little bar- banter. This podcast panel will convince you to watch uh, this film. So uh, thank you so much for that really nice review. Um, we, we like to think that we have good chemistry together and, and talk fun. Yeah, we think that we, we talk fun. We, we, we talk think that we have fun. We talk with fun each time, other. man. We talk fun. Yeah. Welcome to I, I want Welcome. you to watch this where we talk fun. <laughs> we talk fun. Ah, oh, goddammit. I, I had a different joke and then I blew it. <laughs> ah. All right, well, let's wrap this up before we make bigger asses of ourselves and join us next week for Waiting for Guffman. Um, Yep. Yeah. Dream inside a dream. 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 Come on. Come on. Come on. Come on.
want you to watch. Come on and watch with me. I want you to watch. I just watch this watch this movie with me. I said I want you to watch. Watch the fucking movie.